Hello everyone and we are back in My Energy Game with one of our podcasts. Today we've got Kate Schillen. How are you, Kate? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good. Um, Kate is a performance nutritionist and she works currently for Crystal Palace Academy. And today she's come to speak to us for a few minutes about Eat to Win. So again, that sounds really fancy and really cool. And obviously everyone likes winning. So what do, what do we mean by Eat to Win? Okay, so um, I guess winning comes in all different shapes and sizes and it's what your particular goal is on that day. So we're not just talking ultimately, well in sport ultimately everyone wants to win, but if we break sure. that down throughout the day, so it might be winning at actually achieving our steps along the way. Um, and my role as a performance nutritionist is really to help athletes understand what they need to get in, put into their bodies to get the best out. Um, so exactly, because that's probably very important to them, right? I mean, sometimes, absolutely. sometimes the winning then in that case could be actually achieving to eat what I they mean, need to yeah, eat to I be mean, able to perform. Absolutely, and it's breaking it down into what those goals are. Whether that goal is yeah, eating, fueling right for that match, for refueling after training, um, refueling before bed, those kind of um, eating goals. If we can tick them off and break them down into bite-sized chunks, it makes it much easier to feel like that we're in control of it and understanding it. And I think the problem in sport is that nutrition is so often overlooked. Yeah. And actually, obviously I'm biased, I'm a nutritionist, <laughs> but eating sort of lays the foundations for everything else that you're trying to achieve. So what you, what you do on the pitch is, is to quite a great extent dictated by actually what you've put in your body in order to fuel that training session. Um, so it's, and particularly with young athletes, their energy requirements are so vast because they need energy not just to perform on the pitch, but actually for growth. Yeah. And for me, it's helping people understand, you know, we need to nail the basics. And yeah. often it's so overcomplicated and miscommunicated and it doesn't need to be so. So we need to make sure that people have got the basics right and they've got those fundamental needs for growth and health primarily, and then the performance and the winning comes on top of that, because you can't get that top-level sort of excellence unless the foundations are solid. And I'm, I'm really happy you say that, because obviously that's not to do with nutrition as such, but we argue in our website and in obviously with other guests that we've had in other podcasts that sometimes we focus so much on those 1% and in those tiny bits that we can do to become like elite yeah. and but we forget the 90% yeah, we will forget it's like that thing of well let's mental toughness but it's mm -hmm. like well if you don't feel well if you're not happy if you yeah. haven't given yourself a, a chance to work on the on the foundations of well-being how can you tackle the the, the mental toughness yeah. <laughs> yeah and if it's like building house if the foundation's rocky the top the top stories aren't going to uh, survive and sorry for the language but there's a saying that we have you can't polish a turd yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. and it's like that with nutrition and often so often people come to me and say right I want to this is my goal and I will always say okay what, what's the goal and we'll work backwards from that goal and work out what sure. we need to put in place to get there but people just want to say right what supplement should I take yeah. And like supplements won't touch the size, won't do anything unless you've got your foundations right. And it's basic. That's a good point. It is. And it's basic and it's boring. And, you know, sometimes I'm saying you need to eat your five a day. You need to have enough water. You need to have enough sleep. You need to know your macros. And it's not rocket science. And I think often with nutrition, 
sort of bad nutrition advice convinces us that it has to be complicated. So people ignore the good advice because they think it's too basic. Mm. But actually, we need to make the healthy option the easy option, especially when we're working with young athletes. We need to go, okay, it's just this. This is all we need to do. Do this consistently well. Do the basics to an elite level. Your performance and your wins, then they're a happy consequence of doing that bit right. Sure. But if we overlook that and we focus only on... I want, you know, I want to do this on the pitch and you're, you're looking only at the end game and not how to get there, then you get lost along the way. Sure. So what does, so just to try to underpin a little bit, a little bit more about it to win, what does win look like for an athlete on a Monday, on a Tuesday? Okay. So let's say the, the game is the Saturday. Yeah. So eating wise, what would be the winning on okay. the man on a few days before the game and, and the day of the game and the yeah. day after the game? Because I've come across with loads of athletes where they are obsessed with obviously look after their nutrition on Match Thursday, day. Friday, yeah. uh, just before the Saturday morning yeah. or just or even the Saturday morning just before the three o'clock kickoff if it is a three yeah. o'clock. But and then on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday they ignore Most nutrition yeah. and it's like, well hold on a minute. And uh, that's the thing. Yeah. It's what we do consistently well that works. You know, that short term sure. intensity has no impact compared to our long term consistency. And over a season, I think something like 1,050 meal opportunities. So that's 1,050 <laughs> chances to either help or hinder your performance. So yeah. as an athlete, if you're really serious about being the best you can be, and I think that's the thing anyone in an academy or anyone at a certain level in sport it has got a talent. So we don't want to waste that talent by just eating badly. The talent's the hard bit to get. If you've got hmm. that, you've nailed the hard bit. So let's do the easy bit right and just learn to eat right around it. Sure. And it's not winging it or taking shortcuts. It is being on your game so yes whilst match day minus one and pre-match meals are really important it's not enough if you're only focusing on that so sure. winning on a monday so if i'm working with a player who's trying to their goal is to play the best they can be on that match and, and get their stats higher hit some new pbs on their stats sure okay okay we that's our goal how do we work back from that from now to now and make sure that we've got everything in place so that we win all those little steps because that not only puts the right fuel in the body but mentally and psychologically they step onto that pitch knowing that they've done everything that they possibly can to be in the best possible position to play the best they can be exactly. and win that for them and for me that's so important not just fueling the body but fueling the mind as well and particularly in football again 90 minutes if you haven't fueled sufficiently well not only will you be physically drained but more importantly your brain doesn't have the fuel it needs to actually keep performing and accurate passes good shots on target smart playing right till the end and uh, uh, well we always say coaches always say that you've got a thousand and one decisions to make in a football game yeah, yeah and so absolutely you are you, you, you yeah. need you need to also fuel your brain and if you're not fueled right you can't focus your brain requires a constant stream of energy And if you're not fueled right, your yeah your decisions aren't so smart. You can't play so smart. But also your your temperament, your mood on the pitch. So if a decision goes your, against you, or you maybe get a bad tackle, you're much more likely to react in a negative way. Sure. If you're hungry and underfueled, than if you're well fueled, you're much more resilient mentally and physically. Um, so it's making sure that we've got everything in place in the run-up to that important game or whatever it might be to make sure you're as 
mentally and physically resilient when you step onto that pitch. Absolutely. And so now if we go a little bit deeper, um, I think we've now covered a little bit the basics and the understanding of obviously nutrition shouldn't be an added on. Yep. It's definitely something that athletes have to um, be very aware of. Yeah. And it's not just a day or two before the game, but it's, it's what always, you do consistently. If you want to be a professional athlete, you have to be a professional eater. Exactly. You have to know, <laughs> like, day in, day out, what you need to put in your body to get the best out of your body. And that's not just for energy on the pitch, that's for your immune system, for your resilience to injury, your resilience to illness, your focus. All of those things are determined by how well you fuel your body. You know, they say you can't pour from an empty cup. If you're, if you're training day in day out and you're you expending a lot of energy you need to make sure that you're re replenishing that wisely and actually i think one of the biggest challenges particularly in an academy is that players don't quite understand quite how much they need to eat you know some of these young players or 16 17 year olds need around about four and a half thousand calories some days wow okay let's it's, go into those those like yeah, kind of like quirky like. Yeah. quirky stats yeah so so yeah like an average academy player like you know uh, is there a difference between men and women? Um, yeah, um, men generally have a higher energy requirement than women because they generally have higher muscle mass. Yeah. And muscle is metabolically active, so muscle burns more calories just at rest. So that requires more calories then to maintain. Um, so as a general rule, yes, men have a higher energy requirement than women. Sure. Um, there are exceptions, obviously. And also... It's just under a player, helping a player understand what their individual needs are. It's not Good. just overall calories, it's actually what that looks like. How, how's that broken down? Obviously, we need the carbs to fuel the muscles, because when you eat the carbs, they get stored as glycogen, which is your key fuel for performance. Mm -hmm. And we only have, can store a limited amount, so that needs to be kept topping Topped up. up yeah. Which is why half-time fueling is so important, and we could do a whole podcast on that. Sure. Um, but it's also your protein intake as well, because obviously every time we're training, we're breaking down muscle and causing those micro tears. So it's making sure that we've got sufficient protein intake and timed right to then stimulate muscle protein synthesis to repair the muscles. And we need that to be distributed ideally every three hours across the day. Um, and depending on what that player's goal is, because sometimes players need to actually add a bit of mass and add a bit of strength to feel more confident on the pitch sure so their win would be okay so i need no i need to have around two grams of protein per kilogram per day so we'd work out what does that look like in food because obviously that means nothing in just numbers sure so we go through okay this is what that looks like in food and then they will then send to me their food diary of that day and we go brilliant nailed it and then until that becomes a habit because you have to do, you have to be reinforced and uh, rewarded for what you do to make sure that actually it becomes a habit and also you feel good for it. So, so I suppose obviously this, uh, you said something there uh, just a couple of minutes earlier um, that professional athletes or professional players have to become professional leaders. Yeah, and, and I, that's quite a good job title. I, yeah, exactly, <laughs> it is actually, and I like that. And so, are you suggesting that then players should also know? what kind of foods uh, they have to eat in a daily basis and what those foods uh, offer them. And so should they Definitely. become experts of, of, of understanding different types of foods and, 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 and go like really into detail? Definitely. If, if I'm doing my job well and properly as a nutritionist, that is always my ultimate goal, not just to tell a player 
what to eat. Uh, it's to help them understand why so and when. Yeah. So then they can make those long-term smart choices because you want an autonomous athlete that kind of understands this is what I need, but also can feel the benefit from that. Because sure. you only do things if you know it's do- it feels good or it's doing you good. If it's a chore, then we probably don't do it. So, yeah, my aim would always be for an athlete to understand okay i've got this ahead of me so you kind of fuel for the work required so you that morning you'd be like okay what's my training day look like is it a light day or is it a heavy load day and therefore okay i understand that on this day i need to my energy requirements are higher or lower whatever the day ahead might look like or yesterday was a really heavy day so now i'm more in a recovery day so my protein needs are a little bit elevated so it's helping the players understand what they need, why they need it, and ultimately how that translates to performance. Because the end goal is always winning, whatever it is, and being the best then. So that's their goal. So we'll go, okay, so how does eating this now impact on what you're doing then? How does that help you get closer and closer to your goal? And that's that's the key. So yeah, absolutely. I would love it if... and, And, you know, when I see the players just randomly, I'll ask them, okay, so... What's a good source of healthy fat and why do we need it? And they're like, oh, oh gosh, shut up. <laughs> Not you again. <laughs> but but now they can answer me and they tell me. Absolutely. And... Because ultimately we can control what they do in the football club, but you cannot control what they yeah. do outside. And so I suppose it's quite important that they, they also understand how to do their shopping. They also say, I mean, they understand how to cook yeah. certain foods. It's not like they have to become professional chefs, no, but, but definitely they need to understand how to well, cook it, uh, what type of foods to cook, what types of foods to have in the evening. Yeah, so, sure. um, and, and I remember having a conversation with you that you said something about, and I know that I'm going up and down a little bit here, but you said something about there are certain foods that will support your brain more than others yeah. and that will help, obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, your mental health in a way. Yeah. So, what are those things? Yeah. So, yeah, but just quickly back to that point. So, for me, like, a player that understands the link between what they eat and how they perform and their health, obviously, is brilliant. But one that understands that and also has got the skills to cook and create some of those foods and knows how to shop for them and buy them, you know, that's the whole package. And that's what sure. we're trying to create in our academy players. So, then they go off into the world and have got those skills. But, yeah, for sure, things that, yeah, what we eat massively impacts on how we feel and our mood and our behaviour and particularly in a kind of team sport and in a competitive environment, it's really important to feel good. You really yeah. only perform at your best if you're happy. Like it's hard to get the best out of you and have those mini wins and bigger wins if you're not quite feeling it. And first and foremost, you need to eat enough. We all know if you're hungry, you're grumpy, like the whole hangry thing. It's yeah. really true. So if you're underfueling, it is quite difficult to feel good because you just haven't got that available energy for your brain to kind of thrive how it needs to. So that's sure. kind of the bottom line. Also, hydration is really key for that. Dehydration really impacts our ability to focus and concentrate, which is yeah. why we're always encouraging the players to look at the colour of their wee just to keep an eye on that. Um, so it's that's the basics, having enough um, to support your your mood, your focus, your concentration, your social interactions, but also certain things like the healthy fats, the omega-3s, they have been shown to be good for our brain health, okay. um, support for brain health. Um, also, fibre in the diet is really important because that helps feed the good gut bacteria. And that's, again, a whole other area, but our gut bacteria dictate so much of 
our overall health. Um, and one of the key things they, they call the gut, like the second brain, and there's the yes, nerve, the vagal yeah. nerve that goes yeah. from directly from gut to brain, which is why if we're nervous, we feel it in the stomach, and you can get butterflies or upset stomach. And it would be amazing not to have to, to have a neuroscientist here um, because yeah. they, they would obviously probably 20 years ago they would have argued that the brain wasn't connected, but now yeah. obviously there is yeah. a massive and there's so much yeah. research. It's fascinating, yeah. and also the gut bacteria and how actually there's certain um, bacteria that are sort of seem to help with actual physical performance and athletes have a different host of bacteria than non-athletes and there's yeah. some that are more conducive to helping us recover from exercise or metabolize sugars better it's, it's sure. fascinating but they do help also build serotonin or feel good chemical in our gut so we need to be mindful of our diets feeding the good gut bacteria so then it's kind of that feedback loop to the brain that helps us feel kind of more positive and comfortable so i know that this might be a very kind of like simplistic question for a probably a very complicated uh argument or subject but what would be those foods that you see essential so that's really interesting about three seasons ago we i did ask about 12 players from different teams to keep food diaries and the common denominator across all of them were they didn't have enough fiber and they didn't have enough healthy fat that was pretty much across the board okay. and they're the key things actually that we're talking about here really so because it's funny that i think probably most players will know that they need to get their carbs they yeah. need to get the the protein, the protein. And, and we are quite obsessed yeah. with those Everyone, things yeah everyone's but, obsessed with protein yeah. and you can't walk past the shop without buying you know protein mars bar protein snickers <laughs> everything's protein yeah but actually you know it's kind of that's just one part of a bigger picture. We need all of the component parts to be thriving well and working And the well. missing links are... Yeah. So, well, it was for these guys, it was the fibre and the fat. So that's what then I focus on with the chef. Okay, we need to increase this in their diets. Sure. Um, and then we can... And also just for reducing injury as well, the healthy fats are really important for that. Um, but so that would look like basically your fruit and veg, yeah. your whole grains... Um, so swapping um, white rice for brown rice, white toast for brown toast, um, generally. Around match day, I would switch back to white to reduce fibre just to avoid any potential mishaps on the pitch. <laughs> um, but it's those, it's the, the vegetables, the fibre stuff, the beans, the pulses, things like that, which actually probably in football, young boys probably it's not the thing they're really going to gravitate yeah. towards if they've got a free choice. But if we then can put it amongst their diets on a regular basis, they get more used to it and you kind of get more open to these things. Yeah, because and I remember in the old days, it was like, make sure you get your pasta and your chicken. Yeah, and, and, that, is there, and what about the rest of it? Chicken, rice and broccoli, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what people... Yeah. So variety is kind of the spice of life. So we want to be having 30 different plant foods per week. That's kind of the goal. Wow, okay. And actually, it's quite easy to achieve. It seems a lot, but it's mm. actually quite easy. Or things like whole grain cereals and I think my goal is always like make the healthy option the easy option if it's if it's difficult we're not going to do it so yeah. it's like little shifts little changes those little wins yeah. that we then but the important thing is as a team that we then reinforce those players and be like oh nice one you've got look at your plate today that's awesome hmm. and just kind of make sure that you're not taking for granted when they're making an effort and making these changes that we recognize it and then keep supporting that and then it just becomes habit and then sure. we all win like because we yeah. you know no, they're listening I, and they notice absolutely and obviously um listening to you i mean it's fascinating how still some people 
don't understand that um, nutrition is such a key factor, well, such a key yeah. factor in 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 a sport and an elite environment. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we are just saying that nutrition is not just about the little wins with obviously feeling happy, which is a massive one. It's not just the little wins about obviously having the fuel to perform, yeah. but it's also the little wins about your well-being. It's That's about injury, injury yeah. prevention. Mm-hmm. It's about, there are so many things that sometimes people don't really focus on. Well, that's the thing. I think in any sport, you've got coaches, you've got people kind of training you on what to get out of your body. Yeah. But it's always <laughs> overlooked what you put in. And you only that's get out what you put in. It, yeah. So if this bit's missed, this bit can only, it can never reach its full potential. Sure. Or you wing it. Or people sometimes think, well, I don't need to think about my nutrition because I'm really good anyway but you think maybe but imagine how good you could be if you start focusing on that and your recovery is quicker and all of these things but actually it is the foundation everything we get out of our body is determined by what we put in it and especially as a as the academy as the younger people that are listening to the podcast the 16 year olds you know what we put in our body now is an investment in our forever bodies you know we're building our skeletons by the age of 19 our bone density is pretty much determined for the rest of our lives so if we're under eating now we're not going to be able to meet our potential and it's such a shame to waste your talent just by not eating well you've sure. got this talent like wow like let's feed it and win and get the best out of you so just to finish off kate i mean if you had um a 10 second piece of advice to any any to to any of those uh, obviously young girls and boys and young athletes that are listening to the podcast and some of them might be very into nutrition yeah. and some others might not be but obviously yeah. the point here is that you Okay. You do need to perform y- yeah. and you do need to eat and you do need to become an expert of your nutrition and your body yeah. to be able to then obviously sustain the levels of demands that we yeah. put those players into in, in, in an elite environment. Yeah. So what would be something that is like for you fundamental? Okay, so less is not more in nutrition. Like, you know, often the advice around nutrition is what you need to cut out and don't eat this, don't eat that. Sure. But I'm all about what we need to include and keep in because the better you put in the better you get out so my biggest thing would be know your sources of information if you're looking for nutrition nutrition advice make sure sure that you get it from a registered nutritionist not just from google or not someone on social media or insta because a lot of that advice is nonsense and actually it can do more harm than good Um, and often it's about yeah don't have this or go low carb and it's not going to do you any favors Variety is key and just enjoy your food and there's no such thing as a perfect diet. There's always room for cake, actually, truly, like, you know, because you need a lot. I'm glad you said that. You know, we do, like, it's obviously in moderation, but the key thing is to actually not to stress about your food, but to be really mindful of that that what you eat affects how you feel and how you perform and that is really important um so yeah don't overlook it it's not just an add-on to your training it's a key part of the training process and it needs to be considered a key part of what you how you feel to perform and how you feel to recover and that's just a um something that becomes second nature sure sure well listen i'm so glad uh, you found a few minutes to speak to us um, that's for really me. no you are more than welcome I'm sure that everyone listening to this podcast will definitely 
been a few things and obviously developed their game thanks to a few things that they might have listened to this podcast. So again, Kate, thank you so oh, much. No problem at all. Another thing which I find often is people don't fuel in half time. That would be my probably other biggest tip. Don't neglect your half time fueling because you will not be able to perform well by the 90th, by the end of the match if you've not put anything back in the tank at half time. And you increase your risk of injury as well. So that's another. Nice. That's a nice tip. That's yeah. a, a nice last minute tip. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's no problem. Thanks. Oh.